Hi. Cheers to you, warm dog. Can't believe I'm meeting you all the time. 648, guys. Weed Nerd World Part 2. Man, I can't believe I gotta fix that shit. It's got my mic muted when I fucking start the show. They didn't hear shit. They didn't hear shit when I came in. <laughs> That's funny. What you working on there, my friend? Oh, man, I'm about to just roll a joint right now, man. I got some uh, shit, man. Some Jealousy Times Cushman. One of my friends just uh, hooked me up with. Smells pretty, uh, pretty good. So. Yeah. Fixing to roll up some money. I gotta grab. I gotta go up and grab some. Uh, that Sky Cuddler times yeah. OG from uh, Smiley's Gardens. There, this is pretty fire, man. Yeah, how is Enjoy that stuff, it? man? Yeah, what's it, what's it smell like? Is it got an OG smell to it? It's gassy. Just a slight, oh, nice. slight in a floral to it. Oh, that sounds Orange good. Gas. Yeah, I kind of like coral. I can dig that. Igor, welcome back. Hello, hello. <sighs> Take a look at this thing. Take a look at this real quick. You gotta see this little thing. Look what I got recently. <laughs> I adopted this little thing. She doesn't sit still much, so she's hard to see, but she's cute as hell. <laughs> we had a whole litter of mountain puppies, about eight of these guys. And they're uh, shepherd pit bull mixes, so I had to keep one. collect a few dogs. I don't have as many as green fingers, but I definitely have a few. <laughs> <laughs> we have six up here between everybody. Dang. Green fingers submitted. Check it in at ten. 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 <laughs> I have twelve, but I only say I have ten. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> two, are my best, two are friends, and the other ones are just dogs. But not just dogs. They're good for dogs, but two are really good dogs. Man, the food bill must be crazy on 10 dogs. There are only one dog in there. If you put them all together, it's you just put them about all one. one pit bull. Like, it's yeah. one and a half, maybe one and a half pit bulls, you know? Oh, okay. So you got little guys. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. We got They're all around my feet right now. I think everyone we have is at least over sixty pounds. <laughs> I got one sixty-pound dog, and he's a supposed to be a Boston Terrier, and he's not. You know, it's like Boston Terriers don't get that big. Right, usually a little smaller. Oh, it looks like he's got a little terrier to him, little rat. Them rat terriers. I had a rat terrier one time. Them little guys are some fucking sprinters. Holy cow. 
That little guy run, run just like lightning too. You'd open the door, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I, I, I was like, I ain't catching him. He'll be back. I catch him. He'll, He'll come back. Weren't those things literally bred for like chasing rats, like in the holes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's a nice dog this one's got no stop button like 24-7 she's either chewing on something uh, I think it was day three I had her you know some guy was like yelling in a parking lot and she just like turned and looked at this dude and started growling and barking at him like she was going to attack him. <laughs> she's got great instincts. It's like day three. She's just like, you're my person. I protect you. This is happening. Yeah. You need to shut up, buddy. Over there. <laughs> Car park guy. Right. She's like, I don't know who you are, but I'll get you. <laughs> great. You're disturbing the peace. Yeah, funnily enough, most people I trust now have a dog. And most people I meet who I like have a dog. Well, and uh, you can you can tell a person by their dog. I mean, my um my pit bull, I have another one, a terrier mix, and he's not a fan of anybody who's an active user. And if somebody is on something, he will growl at them, bark at them, keep them out of the house or out of a house. I had a guy try to get in my girlfriend's house one time. He bolted towards the door and just about had him. So, you know, he's a judge of character. He'll look straight at somebody and start growling. Be like, well, you might want to watch that person. Like, why? Well, I trust my dog. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I think my dog just wants to be friends with everybody. I don't think she's doing any judging. Maybe though. She's young. I definitely judge my dog's fucking my dog's not judgment though. They fucking go and ape shit. I'm immediately on flag. Ooh, what's wrong? Man, Eagle, you got an echo in that room now, bro. That is weird. Because <laughs> you kind of emptied it out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That may help, though. That helped a little bit. Yeah, maybe. What's that? Green fingers, how many times a day do you step in dog shit, dude? What? How many times a The other animals do that. Live out in the middle of the desert. Pack rats are notorious for stealing dog shit and filling up the whole fucking wherever they live with dog shit. (laughs) So, right. self-cleaning system, man. Huh? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> the ecosystem, man. It's fucking the environment. 
I might be fucking it up. There's a bunch of owls though because of it, so so I'm doing something with the environment. The night hawks are out right now, but you can't see them because it's fucking dark and I don't have a spotlight. But it's badass. They're just I thought they were bats the first time I moved out here. They're fucking night hawks. They just fly around eating bugs. They don't eat nothing but insects. Fucking crazy. That must be awesome. Mind yeah, you, but, but, uh, bats eat insects mostly, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, bats eat insects. So, like, they're fighting for food sometimes. Like, you watch them literally fight for food, the bats and the nighthawks. Like, it's badass. It's not badass because one of them gets killed or gets rabies, you know, or whatever. But it's nature. They're cool life right there. Little snakes out here. I saw two eagles, like the fucking regular eagles, the fucking ones you see on the Mexican flag. Fucking, or whatever the hell that is. Fucking big ass fucking birds. Fucking two of them. They were so huge that made all my dogs get in the fucking house. And I was even like fucking kind of timid. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Those things are so fucking huge. I was frightened. Like, holy shit, get in the fucking house now, dogs. All of you. That's crazy. They were low too. I was tripping. It's skunk season around here. One of our dogs got skunked the other night and came in. That was real nice. (laughs) Yeah, we don't get those too much out here. They they live out here, like more towards where the garden, I guess the fucking hoop houses are, where all the and people have all the vegetables and shit growing, but I live far enough out of the way. Stinky. Whatever can happen, my dog will make happen. So, like, I've been decorating the house, and I got a, a cane from outside, and I mixed the paint up, and then I put the cane back outside on a pallet, like, out the way, nowhere near. Decorate the whole room. My wife hollers at me. She goes, did you put something with paint on outside? Look out the window. The dog's out there. Its ears all painted. Its face is all painted. Shoulder all painted. It found the stick and fucking put it all over the flagstones and stupid ass. We're out for a walk yesterday. Dog comes running along, drops a fucking deer's leg with the hoof and loads of fur. Blop. Here you go, guys. I brought you this. <laughs> Fuck. If it's not that, it's a rabbit. If she can fuck something up, she will. And obviously, she isn't killing those things. She's just finding them. But uh, yeah, she's a terror, man. She's a proper. Whatever a dog can get into, she gets into. Just got to laugh. Nothing you can do about it. Somewhere I have a picture of my mom. She got this great pyramid and this thing grew to be like 220 pounds. And uh, somewhere I have a picture of this dog standing on a roof because it got out one of the windows. And I drove up and I just see this 200 pound dog sitting on her awning. <laughs> so I sent her a picture. I was like, hey, dog. <laughs> That's a dog. A real big one. No, oh, man. She's pure, pure white. She stands about as tall as I do. 
about, you know, had, her head's about as big as mine. Giant dog. Wouldn't hurt a fly, you know, has not mean bone in her body. I'd like more, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot. My wife wouldn't. I don't think she'd like that anyway. We've taken about three rescues over the last year, year and a half. People like to get rid of their dogs or, you know, this uh, family close to us just moved off. And I was like, yeah, we know what we're going to do with their dogs. So I wound up rehoming up four of them. And I think we kept three of them. What's that after COVID stuff, do you reckon? Well, they were just moving on to Montana. They weren't necessarily like, you know, on it to begin with. And so the first dog was with one lady and she just kind of didn't want her dog anymore. And that one found a home with my friend, funny enough. Uh, she walked around all the houses, tested everybody out, found the guy with no kids. and was like, you're who I'm going to stay with. And then uh, when they actually took off, moved out of state, we just took over the last two that they had. And uh, one of them, she's not the brightest. She's a little slow. She, um, if you don't watch her, she'll burn her belly on the propane repeatedly. She'll like lay down in front of it and then yelp and get up and walk away. And then come in 30 minutes later and lay down next to it. So you have to be like, shadow, no, don't, don't burn yourself again. <laughs> she likes Miss Simpson. Bugs. <laughs> so we just, she's, she's our special dog. She's kind of meanders around the property, but yeah, I love them. You know, I spend more time with my animals probably than I do anybody else. You know, I got goats, I got chickens, and I just spend time with them. My yep. buddy, he's uh, he's big into his chickens. He he has his chicken as a pet. And the thing will climb into bed with him and an egg next to him every morning. It's the oddest Holy thing I've ever shit. heard. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange, bro. It's strange, right? <laughs> but he loves that thing, right? So. I mean, you know, it's enough. <laughs> Imagine how much of that chicken has to feel at ease to be like, hey, give me your armpit, let me give you an egg. <laughs> you know, that wasn't my first thought. The birds always think of it as dirty and like, oh, I don't want that shit up in my bed, really. And that's inevitable, man, surely. <laughs> It was uh, It's interesting too. They got a big suburban. And they'll take all their chickens on road trips. They'll just build up the whole back for the chickens, and they'll come flying down the mountain. You'll walk up, and they'll be like, "Hey, you know, I got all our chickens going up to wherever." Take off with all of them. For me, it's great. Yeah, it's it's a connection right there. That's funny. Cheers, guys. Connection's What's a connection. Up, What's up, Bingus? Cheers, guys. Eagle. Igor. Green 13, fucking SoCal, Green Fingers, iPhone. I'm not sure whose iPhone. Warren Dog. Hey, bud, what's up? Gotcha. Hey, what's up, Fingers? Good to see you guys. Nice to meet you. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Good to Thank see you. you. <laughs> uh, got a marathon, Eagle Marathon going on. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this is great. I thought I'd pop in and say hi for a minute. The uh, I really enjoyed your um, 
I had a lot of shit going on, but I was listening, actually driving to the, uh, uh, it, what, what's the name of the group? Yeah. That was pretty good, man. They had a good uh, hey. broadcast. I fucking was just fucking around with my Zoom settings. I updated my shit, which helped a little bit, but I definitely seen some settings in there in the advanced settings that would have been a little useful. <laughs> useful from the start, but like I said earlier, man, grateful for the whole experience, man. Sometimes, like we've talked about many nights, man, the best lesson learned are when you skin your knees a little bit, you know what I mean? So, fucking, we, it won't happen again. Next one will be good from the start, that's for sure. If you ain't fucking up, you ain't doing anything. You know, my old man used to tell me that all the time. But yeah, great job, guys. Cheers, chat. Uh, Dude, yeah. why do I suddenly hear music? I don't know. Is that? It's not me, is it? Maybe it is. Hang on. Oh, okay. But we can hear it whether you speak or not. No. It's yeah, not me. I figured out. I, like I said, I was playing in the audio section there. Oh. And I figured out how to get rid of that, that echo there. Oh, right. It it sounds a lot clearer. All right. All right. Does it bother you guys? I'll turn it off. <laughs> Oh, no. no, it's just, it's yeah. interesting that you can hear it when you're not keyed up, though. Yeah. It's, um, I kind of like that song. I forget the name of it. This one here <laughs> is Mercules. Yeah, Mercules, dude. I, I knew it. Oh, dude, I love Mercules. I love Mercules, dude. That guy's great. He's really come up here lately, I noticed, too, which is great to see. So you know, one of the best things I like about Mercules is I no fucking word of lie, just strictly, strictly coincidence. Right about the same time the show came out, fucking talking shit with Eagle. There's a fucking he's got a show, song, fucking or talking my talking shit, I believe it's something yeah. like that. Fucking yeah, it's a yeah, fucking, fucking talking shit. shit. Is that true? That's crazy, really? Uh, you can't help but like him. <laughs> You're going to be playing that for 20, dude. He's got some great songs, man. I got a kick out of his thing. He did a bunch of covers and stuff like that. And he was in, and, you know, just doing one of his shows, you know, his songs. And he's, he's rapping through the whole thing. And in the background, all of his friends are just kind of dicking off. And they'll walk in freeze frame and they waited the whole song while he rapped. So he gets through this whole thing and his friends are just striking poses in the background. At the end of the music, he turns around, sees all of his friends acting goofy and just breaks up with them. And I just really like the fact he's got like that whole squad there with him the whole time. Uh, he's the, the, the shape of you. I love that one. What's up, Johnny? <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. He's got a bunch of them. The first one that I initially fucking heard that sucked me in was like in a mushroom induced, like I was in a good, good trip in the middle of a good trip and YouTube threw me, um, uh, what is it, liquor and alcohol, I think, or uh, liquor and drugs, and the fucking, the, just the trippy 
fluorescent blue, which I love. Them are the perfect mushroom nights, too. And the, the moon is like luminescence. Everything looks like that, like lit, luminous blue kind of color. You can walk. That's kind of the setting for the video. And then he had the big skulls and shit. I'm like, I dig this shit. <laughs> I quickly went down the Merc rabbit hole. I've done a. Uh... When I was live, I, I played The Shape of You, and I uh, just mouthed it. <laughs> Fucking everybody loved it. Because I, I had the lyrics written out, and I tried to keep up with them. I did an okay job. But I was just, just lip-syncing, right? I called it bad lip-syncing with fingers. But, dude, that guy can rap, man. He really can. I like okay. him and Snack the Ripper too. He's a really good Canadian rapper. Snack the Ripper, I've never heard of that one. He's on. He's on the Stomp Down Killer label too. Stomp Down Killers. Yeah, Stomp Down Killers. <laughs> I've actually wanted to retweak this one a little bit, where the mask was more in the shape of the Michigan mitt, and then I forget what I was gonna have instead of the. The leaf there for a tattoo. I naturally wanted that across the knee. I don't know why. Fucking... But yeah, the rework of the Stomp Down Killers there from uh, Merc. Stoney's back in the house. Cheers to you, Stoney. Stoney. Thanks again for an awesome Stoney. day. Yeah, very good, buddy. Good job. Awesome, brother. I had fun. I'm glad you guys did. It was kind of cool having y'all hanging out. You're a great really drummer, man. Drummer. Thank you. I'm not a drummer, but I'm just a dude that plays. The other dude that sat down after me, he was my competition in high school. Huh. No shit. Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. You both rocked that shit. I just wanted to say hello to Johnny, too. He snuck in, too, at the same time. I forgot to say hello to Johnny. I saw Johnny rocking. When I was jamming, I looked over at the phone. I could just see Johnny smiling, bobbing his head. Damn, this guy's want him to hurt his neck. Fuck it. <laughs> jamming to us. How you feeling, Johnny? Oh, muted. muted. I had to uh, run and answer the phone earlier today. My brother called. We got a bit of a family crisis going on, and. Uh, just found out that his wife is uh, just covered with uh, cancer. So, Sorry to hear upsetting. that, man. Yeah, very upsetting. The doctors got nothing for her, so I said, okay, they're done. Let the cannabis world step in. So I got uh, Jane Dirt. She makes uh, RSOs, and uh, she knows... Uh, I guess the healing foods, what you would say. So I got those two connected up, my brother and her, and they're going to work up a regiment to try to heal my sister. So I think that's pretty badass. And I just wanted to get anger, big love and shout out, you know? Yeah. Because that's, uh, that's special. She said she would be there to the end, too. So, you know, that's, that's important right there. So, yeah. 
I was running over to try to get to the phone real quick, and I strained my back. My sciatic is going up on me. Uh, that's why I wasn't in the show earlier. I was just kind of off in the background, kind of repairing myself. <laughs> Love to you and to her, my friend. Yes. Yeah. So any kind of positive vibes, any kind of prayers of any sort, please send them out. Her name is Diane. Appreciate it. All right, back to fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a serious thing, and thanks for sharing it with us, man. Uh, it's been uh, it's been something that's been building up for the last couple <clears throat> of days, and we just finally started getting some real understanding of what's going on, and it doesn't look good, but. I believe in the Lord. Well, I believe yeah, in and hopefully she can get some relief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, positive energy. She just had a brain surgery. Yeah, that's... But she had brain. So she came through that, flying colors. Yeah, surgeries suck, dude. Let me tell you, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. You know. Johnny, you, dude, I, I don't know if you realize how dangerous what you went through. I mean, to do all of it at once. I know it's like a money-saving action, but to put that much steel in your neck at one time is dangerous. So, You want to hear something really cool? Yeah. Every please. time I walk into the grocery store, I set off the alarm. <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> it's the Terminator! <laughs> Here's Johnny. Yeah, it's funny, man. I the, the guy looks at me when I'm walking out. And he's coming out to give me a hand put my groceries in the car. That's ridiculous, but it is. Um, you know, and uh, and and we walk through the uh, the thing, and it starts ringing and going off. And he turns and looks at me. Uh oh, can you guys still hear me? Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. Don't worry. Uh, okay, I just heard a, a weird noise, and it either was on my earbud or something. But anyways, uh. So yeah, he turns and looks at me like I'm a guilty fucking stealing motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's he's my uh, getaway card. <laughs> That's kind of how he was looking at me. And I said, "Hey, I just had an operation. I got titanium in my neck. Probably gonna set off a lot of different alarms. They'll never let me fly." Man, that fucker. I my cell phone when they fucking I went through and they even said something. I'd be like, "Yeah, that's my neck." <laughs> be like, well, I do have a, a picture of it, so I could show it to him. This is what's going off here, you know. But I'm smoking on some early treats of my uh, of my couch lock, and uh, it has some danky ass smell. It doesn't smell anything like it did when it was dry or when it was. Uh, alive you know what i mean it's I've had sweet bits on that it, it's got a, a sweet kind of sour dank to it which is really impressing me so far i took a hit of it a little bit ago when i first got on and i was very impressed with it so i'm happy about it thank you doa he sent me the genetics 
Sounds good, man. Yeah. Something with a bit of funk. Yeah. All right, dudes, it's eight o'clock. I'm going to kick Monday off. Got some stuff going on today, so peace and love, and thank you very much. Good to see you, brother. And you, man. Have a great day, brother. Have a great day. Yes. Awesome. Well, so, Cal, what were you throwing together? I was watching you uh, make everybody jealous on your uh, your smoking or barbecue adventure that you were doing. Don't tell us. Just say it's hot dogs again. Don't tell me it was hot dogs either. Just, just say it was hot dogs so I could believe it's hot dogs. I'm just curious. curious. You're muted, SoCal. You're oh, muted, buddy. If you were a worm dog, got any outdoor this year? I noticed that uh, worm dog is, uh, and and you uh, are both. I mean, you put you two guys together, and you're the illustrated man. I mean, you got some nice looking ink there, Eagle. Today I seen you with your shirt off. I'm like, dude, that is, that's one fine ass tattoo. How's you? What are you? What are you sporting there, Worm Dog? You got some? Oh yeah, I got. Yeah, I used to. Uh, I was a tattoo artist for like, you know, probably like eight years. I would say. But, oh uh, shit! I got, oh I dude, I I fucking I remember your interview now. Dude. Okay, yeah, that was me. Yeah. No, but Eagle's tatted too. He, he got a lot of tattoos. It's not like a, all like on his neck and everything, but yeah, he's like got his whole leg and everything. Yeah, like a whole tattoo. Okay. Yeah. So how many people up here have tattoos? I'm just curious. Everybody? Everybody. Except me. Probably. Not me. I'm probably the only non-illustrated book out here. No, no I, I've, I've thought about it. I came close once, but we oh, broke you're up. You're the oddity now, man. Well, we broke up. So. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, for you. Here, come on, Bingus. Go with the face tattoo. Get some teardrops. Yeah, with the teardrops. <laughs> yeah. Mike's do a my, great promoter of those. Do my. Yeah. I don't even know how to do a gang sign, really. Palms. Just a rose above the eyebrow. You got this. That palm's a rough spot, man. I don't yeah, know. I got it, and I, I, I got to get it covered up. That's the, that's, I'm not, you know, that's the wrong girl, you know, I'm not with her anymore, you know, and my old lady's like been on me, you know, I gotta get, yeah, so. Wow, tattooing hair. Tattoo hair. another chick's uh, picture in your wallet. Oh, <laughs> tattooing yeah, hair. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do about that one. I tried to cross it out and it didn't stick. <laughs> so oh. I don't know. So you we'll been. You bit the bullet on one, man. Eh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I got to get about to figure out something. Remember that up Skateboarding. with <laughs> skateboarding. I yeah, give the artist. Drop your hand down when you're catching yourself. Yeah, yeah, I had to talk to them, you know. I like the eye. I like the eye. Yeah, I got that That's from uh, Pan's yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. That guy had those eyeballs on his palms of his hand. The monster guy. Yeah, yep. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. That's a painful area, and it takes a good artist to kind of know 
You know what I mean? The way to lay that ink in there. Otherwise, that fucker will rub off in time. Oh, my but God. But you can see that kid mm-hmm. definitely knew what he was doing. Yeah, that's, that, I think that's been there for like, uh, I got that in 2007. That's been there for a while now, you know? But uh, yeah, they have to put it in there deep, you know? That's like that's like the thing deeper than they would normally put it because it's like a different type of skin. Like, But yeah, it'll make you sweat. That's I think that's one of my most painful spots right there, you know? <laughs> to like tender, you know? Just like if you like skin your palm your hand. Ten thousand receptors, pain receptors in your fucking hand, your palm right there. That's the most sensitive. I, I believe that. Uh, yeah, I would believe that for sure. <laughs> oh shit, uh, ego! I forgot to tell you, man. I got a kind of white rhino, man. It made me think of you. That was like one of your strains, man. That you're always talking about. You know, say that you could have if you could get it back or something, man. I remember you saying something about that. It's the old one. It's the old white rhino, you know? That's dude, I love white, white rhino, man. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, uh, yeah. That smell is, like, familiar, you know? I don't know how to describe it, but it's familiar. But... That That's... was the first weed I ever smoked was white rhino. I had, the, I had that cut, and I lost it. Yeah to bugs i was very yeah, inexperienced with spider mice oh, back then and they just devoured it <laughs> they were hungry the one i have has like a bunch of double serrations all over it does yours have a bunch of double serrations on it i think yes or no what do you mean on the leaves like uh you know like you'll see like there'll be two instead of one like oh yes uh, yes okay yeah yes, yes, yeah yes, yes, yes. mine has yep. like a bunch of those on it yeah it's probably <clears throat> Along I the just, same line. I really like the smoke. It was good. You it's don't got have a any... really interesting smell. I have mm-hmm. it. I'm holding oh, you it. Do? I'm blowing it right now. Here, you want to see it? I have it. I have it going. This is it. What? Nice. Shit, yeah. There she is. Huh. Excellent. Yeah, man. Uh, you can see there's a bunch of those. See all them double serrations on there? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. 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 God, we're, I'm trying to think back. I was, God, that was like five years ago. I lost it. Yeah, she's an she's a old one, man. She's an old one. That's awesome, man. That's I've got awesome. my hands on her. Yeah. Look, hang, yeah. hang, on, hang on to that, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure that. No, I, I pollinated her with some haze, so that'll be interesting, too, you know? See what happens. I had the some... I had some train, what do they call that? Train haze? I forget the name exactly. Ghost train haze? Yeah, ghost train haze. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Uh, seeds are very old. I did my best, and they just did not make Those them. cuts are hard to hold, man. They grow so fast, and like it's just hard to like keep them in a bedroom, you know? Like I don't know. I, it's hard for me to hold haze cuts for a long time. I try to just do seeds with those, you know? I'd like to find some of the good ones, man. Yeah. I'd like to find some seeds of that. These were very old seeds. So they, uh, they, it was iffy if they were going to make it and they didn't, they turned to mush basically, unfortunately. But, hey, you can't yeah, win all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I got a hold of some old white widow seeds from, uh, I want to say, Scentsy. Yeah, it was like in the paper uh, envelope, like the old ones. Like I, They told me they're like 25 years old or something, but I could, one of them like popped and, and popped like a little tail out, but nothing else. And then the other two, I haven't got them. I soaked them in nothing, so I'm going to try something, scuffing them or something, you know? But yeah, it was weird. I thought that one was going to go, you know, but it didn't. Bummer. Welcome back, That's buddy. How it is. Um, sorry, took me a sec. Cheers. Hi, Eagle. What a day. Where's hey, Stoney? Stoney in here too, still? Rockstar. Yeah, I was just want to say hello and then thank you again. I'm Cash. Where's the gig tomorrow, Sony? Got to fucking take a lot out of you to fucking do a five-hour set and shit. <laughs> what was that, Eagle? I, I barely hear you on that. I said that. Yeah, I bet it's got to take a lot out of you to do a five-hour set. Was it that long? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it doesn't feel like it was that long. Like, I was... I was ready to go. Fucking Jeff, though, he gets on those damn drums and I can't get him off. Happens every time. But yeah, man, I am spent. And then I got my kids for the week, so you know they'll be up rearing to go. <laughs> Great job, Stoney. Thank you. Did you catch it, Bingus? I fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, I was trimming the whole day and uh, listening to you guys off and on. I was driving around. I usually don't listen to my phone when I was driving around, but you guys were really into it. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just taking this with me. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was fun, man. I, I love hanging out there. It used to be really, really fun about five, six years ago because it was like every day there'd be two, three new dudes. Sometimes I would play with seven different cats. Like they just come one after another. So, Show up with be some awesome guitar player. So you know, Tony, how well people enjoyed that. We checked out with I think it was one point three K views checking out. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> They're trying to find your Rocks playlist out. on on iTunes now, so that <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. But our shit's free, actually. It's on, uh, if you go to iTunes, you probably have to pay for it. Unless you have, like, a subscription. But that's, I think, the only place that charges, like, you don't have an option. But, like, Spotify and Pandora, I don't know. I don't know all the music platforms. I know there's, like, I don't know. We go through, like, a, uh, a distributor. So we download all our stuff or upload all our stuff to their site. Then they take it, they listen to it, make sure that there's everything's cool, that we're not infringing on anybody's rights. And then they send it out to YouTube and really? all the different cool. platforms. Cool. That's all yeah, your original your original music? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously you would know of any of the tunes we were playing it were covers well you guys so. covered the shit out of them that was killer man 
oh, those guys at the end were, yeah, that's what they were when they were younger. They did all those songs, you know. They were, like, doing punk bass CDs back in the day. And they've, they've played together for, what, 30, 40 years now. So that was uh, Larry and his brother and their drummer, Jeff. Well, I knew one time when Larry was on a show and he was holding, or you guys were showing a, P, uh, a Paul Reed Smith guitar, I knew he yeah. meant business because, like, only real players have those guitars. Yeah, he's uh, he loves it, but he doesn't really play it because it's it's too nice, and he doesn't want to. He's not, you know, he uses stuff, you know. I guess um, it's, the, <clears throat> it's the way to put it. I mean, his Les Pauls, and I mean, he's got those two Fender Tullys that those are Paisleys. Now, I don't know if you know about those, but those are. They were made twice. I think like in the fifties or sixties they made them, and then they reissued them back in the early nineties or late eighties. So those are the late eighty ones, and they're still worth a shit ton of money. But they're you know it's got stickers on them, paints chipped off, torn up. But they sound you know they sound kick-ass. Well, vintage gear you can't you can't nothing that sounds like vintage gear. That's absolutely right. Although drums, the toms, the snare drums, the old snare drums were the old Ludwigs are a shit ton of money. You can get a, a decent one. Um, that's pretty much ninety percent of every song you fucking hear on the radio recorded with a live drum. That's the snare drum you're hearing. But uh, as far as the toms go, yeah, they're a lot harder to, to deal with. It's really the edge that's on the drum that's making contact with the head that is false. I'm not going to bore you with all those details. I'm so... Oh, fuck. It's not boring talking music. Even though I'm not a musician, I, I, I appreciate the art. Yeah, it's fun. Well, I know you're connected to it, right? You think I'm close to well, it. I was going to say to you, you, you know, even though he... His band is like a dead cover band. He's like a serious percussionist. You probably already hip to him. A guy named Joe Russo. But if you sure, follow him on Instagram, he has a pretty cool setup at his studio and is a, a real percussionist, drummer. He's serious drummer. You know, wait, so you're, you, you're the deadhead, so you know you terrific flyers, right? Yeah, out of Chicago. My friend Robbie, who's like my my tour partner, is good friends with those guys. Last month when I was up north for a show, they were making their like West Coast debut and played at the Sweetwater. Uh, yeah, I know who those guys are. Yeah, so they're from out here, I guess. Yeah. And the guy I used to jam with, this bass player, uh, he, he used to play with me for a while. This guy Dave. Um, now I forget who he plays with now and he plays banjo or something so but uh, yeah he was in that band for a while and I remember when I first met him he was a bass player and he was just straight metal and we had three guitar players in this band and one guitar player was like he just transitioned from like hard rock like Zeppelin and shit and just fell in love with the dead uh, this is probably going back, what, 83, 84? 
And then he, I guess they started touring. I don't know. They started touring sometime. He went out there and he just started following them around for a couple months. He came back and was just completely hooked. And that's all he wanted to do was just all dead songs. And then, you know, we're a cover band. We're like, oh, we can't be a great dead band. It's not going to, that doesn't sell well, a bar. Well, you well could, maybe not a bar, but, but there are, the, there is like a, in every city, every city has like a Grateful Dead cover band genre. It's been running right. strong. Like, oh, sure. Right. And we weren't, like, we were, first of all, we, this is back, we were just beginning. No, we weren't. We weren't even, first of all, nobody was even versed in that music except that dude. And he just got it. So he was, you know, listen, you listen to the Grateful Dead with just a listening ear, like an average listening person just turns it on and hears truck and they just hear this rambling, nice little song. But, dude, when you start picking apart the little pieces and shit that goes together to make that song sound that way, it's not that easy. Oh, no. I, I, it, but, you easier. know, to be honest, like, there's different genres of dead. So your band today was playing some, like, core blues-based stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes back to, like, the Pigpen era. And there's, like, right. a lot of songs and stuff that are covers. Who do you think covers most fucking shit? The Grateful Dead did nothing but cover good song you know what i mean there ain't nothing wrong with that if it's a good song no. it needs to continue to be played sorry to interrupt guys i gotta go i i got an early morning tomorrow but i did want to stop in again thank thanks for the marathon stoney you guys did an awesome job eagle much love brother oh, cheers panel thank you guys take care thanks for guys. i'm probably not telling you anything you don't know but like People are hungry for like just rock and roll, good old rock and roll. Like it's kind of died and died off, but rock and roll never die. And like today was a good example of like, yeah, you guys went from A to Z through so many killer songs. That was fucking killer, man. (laughs) Thanks, man. You know, hopefully one day we could all do it in person. That'll be even more fun. Yeah, for sure. Give you guys a cowbell and shit, some tambourines, get everybody in on it. I'm that guy though. I I'm not like I don't like seeing anybody sitting on the sideline. Fuck that dude here. We got something that makes noise. Get in here. (laughs) (laughs) It's the vibe, man. That's what music for me. That's what music's about. I'm not a musician, guys. I I'm self-taught. I played for a long time. I started when I was four. I was just one of those people i guess if you know uh someone took a you know it's like oh my god this kid can play you know but back when i was a kid nobody wanted to be a musician and you know especially with my parents because they're that right before the cool age shit you know and oh my god those guys do drugs kid they got long hair it's like oh yeah but didn't your music come from education in school too like today's generation, what I worry about is, yeah, people don't even learn instruments in school. There's not even music in school. No, they, they barely had anything for us. I mean, if you wanted to play music, if you were interested in it, I mean, like in grade school, they had like a piano teacher or whatever. And she'd give you like a tambourine and shake this to the beat, you know. But yeah, I think they've done away with it because I asked my kids, they really don't. Well, one of the dead's big uh, non profit things is called music for schools and basically they buy instruments where 
you know, in the pitch to get people to donate to it. Uh, organization like that can buy instruments at bulk, and then it costs so much less to be able to give to schools. And uh, yeah, it's a big issue where from from like my generation, there is still music in school. Like they'd send you home with an instrument when you signed up. Dude, there's power in music, man. I mean, for me, it's just, I just, I go into like other dimensions. I don't know, it's the only way I can really explain it. I'm like, you know, like I could be completely sober and I don't need to be anywhere, you know, and I could still get myself into this trance-like state, you know, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just cool that when you're connecting with other people and you're just, it's like telepathy almost, you know, where you just kind of know where people are going. So if you guys didn't hear the beginning, so uh, Larry and I and his brother were playing some, uh, I don't know, funk, James Brown type stuff. It was really cool. But, ah, uh, we yeah, we got part, lost man. in that, man, for a minute. That was fun. But it's all for those You'll moments. have to send that to us. I don't think we it have. It was one of those times when, even though we couldn't hear it, you could see from uh, Larry and just what we could see. Oh, whatever was going on was going on, man. Rocket, but we could. It was clipping out. It canceled itself out. Yeah, because we had the uh, he had the volumes cranked up a wee bit too much. <laughs> tell you because what, I'm like, I those am. things are. What's that? I looked at I looked into the Zoom afterwards, and uh, I there's tons of shit. With a few more things we could have tweaked out and made, yeah. But we it sounded good. You know, oh, what you got to go it, it did sound it, really it, good. It was perfect. You're always yeah. going to be fighting trying to contain the bass because that's just a yeah. lot of ba ba bass thick and distorts <laughs> easy. And his brother is a bass player, top-notch, Columbia graduate, you know. And, it, of course, the bass amp he's got is custom, and it's just crazy fucking loud. I mean, Do I hear Eye of the Tiger in the background? Not me. That's probably Dream Fingers. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, no. Dun, then dun, if dun. that was the case, I, I think he was the tiger. from Philly. He's I from Chicago. It. Chicago's not Eye of the Tiger. That's Philly, yeah. So, like, just to give me a reference, you were, like, in the suburbs? Because I've come to Chicago for music a bunch, mainly at Soldier Field and downtown, but I know that okay. a little bit. Where were you at? Uh, yeah, so I was born in the city, around the far northwest side. Um, and then, yeah, we moved out to suburbs when I was about five four or five and so uh, the neighbors they're used to you rocking out every once in a while that as long as it ends at a certain time you're cool they don't start banging pans or yelling at you oh, at larry, over by larry you mean yeah well, well you guys jammed it that jammed was pretty loud pretty for the loud. neighbors yeah they're used to that i mean he's lived there forever his uncle actually built all those houses so yeah he's been jamming there for 30 years now and we play in the basement. I mean, if you're outside, you could hear it. Like if there was a car in the driveway with the radio on, not cranked up, but, you know, loud enough where you could hear 
very clearly what song it is. So yeah, the basement is pretty loud. So outside you can still hear it. So I don't know. The neighbors are all real cool. Uh, like I said, just the immediate one right on the one side of them. They just moved there like a year ago. They got young kids. Like I think one's probably maybe one year old now. And maybe a year old. So, you know, we try not to uh, keep it too late outside. But other than that, most of the people that were there were the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, gotta turn out guys turn into rope groupies, you know, so that they're hauling your drums up and down the stairs. Well, they they're not so much groupies, but they they enjoy that swimming pool he's got back there, you know. So when it gets oh, to ninety oh. degrees, you know, they all just kind of like, hey, yo, you're home. You mind if I come for a dip? Because he's already told them, hey, if it ever gets hot, you want to come over? So, smart thinking. So, so what's that, so what's like, that 20 like 20 miles, 15 miles outside the city in the suburb? Yeah, where we yeah. were in Roselle. It's about, I don't know, 30 mm -hmm. miles from the you know, middle of downtown. But I mean, the city, I know the city because I basically Built grow it. up. Built I mean, I spent a lot of time back in you know, where I was born because every, pretty much all my aunts and uncles lived on the same block. Good old Italian family, you know? And so I'd spend like a couple of weeks in the summer there and then weekends. So I was always down there. And then when I got 16, you know, you I was know, just always down there. I'm on the I'm front on the page page cover of the of Union the Tribune, Tribune in 2015. You can't miss, you can't me. miss me. Was it that by the one near a town? Yeah, when we did yeah, the we fairly well shows, there's a shot from the stage of the crowd, and I was on the front row, me and my wife, and yep, I have a copy of the newspaper that came out, Union, the Chicago Union Tribune. Okay. It's on my Instagram. I posted it. It's like a Where's Waldo. You could see me. Yeah, I had, I've had the best times in Chicago when there's runs of shows there. It's always epic. Food, environment, everything. Yeah, we got some pretty good food. But, uh, I mean, look, it's not, I know all the good areas where to go. But although lately, I guess it's been getting pretty shady. So What's that street, street, like across from the uh, Soldier Stadium where all the hotels are on? It's like the famous uh, Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, that's why I've stayed. I've stayed in different hotels there for three, four days at a time for shows over the years. Probably right. Yeah, different ones over the years. I've come out there probably a dozen times for different events. Yeah. Over the years. Oh, yeah. I know. You have to stop by the Canachronic Studios. Sure. I didn't realize you guys did as much like classic rock stuff. That's that was great. I like that. Oh yeah, man. We there was so much shit that we didn't do. Um, well, mentioning yeah, that you guys were doing James Brown part when we couldn't really hear, fuck, <laughs> that would have been the best. Oh, dude, yeah, that shit we could rock out, especially with his brother. His brother's such a phenomenal bass player. But sometimes it gets a little bit out of 
out of hand, and, and it just starts getting nonsensical. He's just so I don't know if you, you saw it, but Eagle wrote on a paper, FYI, we can't hear you. And he kept posting it, but no one saw it. Yeah. You know what? I see something, but I couldn't see that far. The phone was too far for me to. All I oh, could really shit. see was Johnny. I could see his hat because he's got that like whiter background there, you know? So it was like he was just sticking out. Well, I think the main thing we learned, and even if that wasn't our problem, usually something might go wrong when you start a stream. Yeah, one song and then check it because, yeah, I know you guys, once you start playing, you were into that. So, like, uh, you're not thinking about the camera and the YouTube and all that. Yeah, so yeah, we were running around out in the field earlier that day, and, and it fell in my face. The washer, Larry fell in his face twice, and uh, so yeah, when you know, I think uh, Weedner said, you know, oh, yeah, it sounds really good, everything sounds good. When I was just talking into it, you know, I, I don't know, I just assumed that he had the levels set lower because. We have to do that the same thing in the basement, you know. So, well, um, what talking, talking like this is like ten decibels, and playing is like ninety decibels, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so what we would have to do is, so we would have to, if we wanted to talk through those microphones, we'd have to turn that process almost all the way up, and then when we played, we turn those things back down real low. And there's like this little, there's two little knobs for each channel. And it's got uh, like a little light that goes around the knob. And when uh, when it's working, it's usually just glowing green. And then every once in a while, I'll see it hit yellow. And if it gets overdone, it's hitting red. And then it's just red all the time as the sound's hitting. So as we were playing, I'm watching that thing and I could see it and it's red. And I'm like, I don't know. Again, you know, I fell down in the field. You know, my head wasn't straight. So. Well, I'm an old paper from Deadhead it. days where we used to have D5s and Shep microphones and uh, Neiman microphones in the crowd. And the lesson is there, you would have the, de the VU meter fairly where you could see it, right? If you actually had it pinning and red lighting, when you got home and listened to that tape, it would be distorted. It would oh, yeah. be like yeah. too much bass. But so when you recorded live, he would really turn that down. And then if you have a good amp and everything, when you re-listen to it, then you can amplify the sound. But if you try to record it loud, uh, just be oh, yeah, distorded. No. Yeah, no, everything's hey, slow. Thanks we for popping in, brother. I, oh, sorry. Nice of you to use that listening, brother. Okay. Sorry, yeah, we're stealing the I'm stealing the floor again. I've had enough floor time, I guess. Actually, nah. I don't mean to cut you short, but I gotta go to bed, guys. Honestly, I'm like, well, rock on, brother. I'm just I'm looking at the clock going, okay, so these guys are gonna, and I know it's gonna be dad. They, they love it just dad but and I love it too, but I need a little energy. I started way too old. <laughs> Go get that sleep. And the, Eagles are, 
He goes to grandpa. I should be a grandpa. I should not be. But it is what it is, man. Anyways, Eagle, again, thank you very much, man. That was a blast. Everyone had a blast. We had a great time. We had a blast. Thank you. We all had a blast, man. Well, I'm glad you guys did. We nerd. uh, He put in some child soul cal. He was, those two were like talking about it too, you know. They were talking the other day or something. It just all happened, man. It was awesome. I love when a good plan comes together or spontaneous, whatever. But yeah, it was great, guys. I really love it. Again, thank next, you very much. We can't guys. wait for next time. Hell yeah, man. Next time, hopefully, we could all do it live or at least some of us. We got to. I'm trying to find a place out here, honestly, where <clears throat> you do something like that, have camping and shit, where people can spend the night. Spending more money on hotels and shit. We'll see. We have a design for a meat hall we want to do like that. Be able to host events and have a place where people could hang out, have some, you know, little mini houses and things like that. We're trying to get the upper law permitted for it. Awesome. All right, guys. Peace out, Stoney. Thank you right very on, much. Front. All right, Phil. SoCal. Fuck you, SoCal. Anyways, all right, guys. Peace out, chat. Love you, guys. Take care, man. Love you, son. Worm dog. Them babies are worth everything, man. Yeah, they are, man, for sure. Buddy, all you guys, man. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take it easy. Yeah. Rock out. All right, man. Yeah. So, Igor, I was kind of curious about that. Uh, What kind of a what kind of a license would you have for what they would ask you to have to have a like a nanny house that somebody would be able to drive, you know, to your city or something like that. Would that be under the bed and breakfast or what? Yeah, I was kind of trying to see, you know, I'm looking into legalities like Airbnb style uh, homes. What we have up here is like an R3 zone property. And so where the houses currently are located are on a slope and they don't consider it like residential usable, usable land. And there's a few loopholes out here where if you put a business like uh, one of my uh, buddies has been a machinist for years, he put a sawmill on his land and then every other structure is just employee housing for them to work the sawmill. And so I was trying to see how we could do that set up here with the county where you'd have basically like a, like a hall or, you know, we don't do like a, like a Viking style meat hall because we're framers. And so we got the, the, the design for it. We want to get engineered and see if we can put that on there and then do associate buildings as like, you know, either the Airbnbs or employee housing or, you know, for the events that we want to host. So it's like a, almost a seasonal thing. So you're not going to say, Oh, well, year round, this is going to be a thing, you know, it's here and there. And uh, I think that's going to be a lot easier with the R3 zoning out here in the mountains rather than having to get a full on permit and license like you would in town. What uh, what state are are you in? I, I forget. Uh, Oregon. Hi. 
Do you mind me asking no. what location? What was that? What location of Oregon? Oh, I'm in Southern Oregon, uh, outside Klamath Falls. Okay. All right. You're out there in Blancaster. Yeah. <clears throat> but off the beaten path, right? You're off the beaten path. Yeah, um, we're past electricity. They have it at the bottom of my mountain, but we're we're past the poles. Yeah. So. I'm standing, huh? I've been. Oh yeah, absolutely. Huh? I built I built all of this. This house that I'm in right now is a three part house. Started off as a ten by ten, and uh, we lived in it. And then I built the kids' room, and then our bedroom off the side. Respect. Awesome. Yeah, I can fix shit, yeah. but I don't build. I wasn't originally a builder. My brother does a lot of it, and uh, I just kind of got into it because I'm decent at it. But it's not really something I enjoy all the time. But it's very handy to have up here. You know, if you don't like something, you build a shelf. It's a, it's a great skill to utilize. I like that. But, yeah, I like, you know, I've always been big for the music and the production of it. Um, when I was working with other artists, we actually did uh, help at risk youth with music and we made beats and raps and things like that about it. And we would promote them and their songs. And uh, I think it'd be cool to keep that going, you know, and to have an event center to do it where you, you wouldn't have to worry about paying for it or the logistics or politics to it. Hell yeah. Respect. That's badass. When, when you're talking about an event, what are you talking about? Like uh, just uh, musicians showing up? And, and um, realistically, anything. I'd be open to any sort of event, a retreat. Uh, you know, we have a few people that like to do um, like spiritual retreats and events like that. You know, a, a hunting retreat wouldn't be bad. You know, if people want to come up for the season and hunt, you know, they could rent out cabins around here. I, I'm really open to anything that just kind of brings people in for a reason. Oh, yeah. it, cool. It'd be cool to get all the weed nerds out there. I mean, once it gets built, we obviously have to do some sort of a smoke out in it. <laughs> well, that's kind of where I is, is it a is it a place that like once you're there, you're off grid, right? Like your cell and all the connections to the real yeah. world cease while you're there yeah i mean absolutely yeah more yeah, like a retreat it's, 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 a, a retreat yeah because that's what people are people that are in the grind the day-to-day -day grind yeah that's what they look for is like some retreat like which means like a place where you disconnect from everything whether it's for three days or five days that's popular today. Right. Just a way to recenter, get back to nature. Yeah. You know, we, we have all the, we'll have all the self-sufficiency things. So even if somebody wanted to come out and learn about the lifestyle, it would be there. Our animals, our solar, you know, how we do everything. Okay. Tell me about your, so animals. just, uh, it's something. Let's hear about your, let's hear about your farm, man. Tell us about your farm. Tell us about the animal. Well, gotta... <laughs> we're, we're just starting out. I had, um, I actually was given a lot of the animals that we have. Again, from the, the animals that we rescued, they also left the goats and the turkeys that we currently have. And then we raised up some chickens. And uh, so right now I'm in the process of figuring out what I want to run. I'm not necessarily a fan of the goats. They take a lot of water and resources for the turnaround on them. So I'm probably going to be selling them here soon. 
Um, cause they're milking goats and we just, we just really don't use a lot of dairy products or anything like that. I'd rather have pigs. You know, I know how to butcher a pig and you can get 200 pounds of meat off of that in six to eight months. Yum, yum, um, yum. So we're kind of still, yeah, you know, I mean, fresh bacon, backstrap, you can't beat it. Yeah. And, now, wait, uh, how many years? So right now, I'm just starting been, with the basics. I'm starting with many, the chickens. How many years has this project, your, your life there been? Like, how many seasons uh, have you been out there? About three and a half years I've been out here. We've only been on this property about two years that we built okay. the three structures and got the animals up. So we're still fairly new. I know you said all this in your story, but I was just reminding myself. Oh, yeah. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> I love talking about it. It's, uh, it's been a project. You know, it's uh, originally started in a trailer with no heat. I had a small stove and these people paid like a thousand dollars and you could fit as much wood as my fist in this thing. Keep yourself warm for about 30 minutes. So winter's over. How rough was it this last one? Like, do you have any remarkable stories of freezing your ass off? Oh yeah. The first winter I was here, uh, I, there was three and a half feet of snow. I couldn't walk without being hit deep in the snow. And, uh, with that trailer that you know was fucking freezing it would get down to zero and i'd sleep under covers because i was afraid that parts of me might freeze off and i used to go over to you know my current you know uh not brother by blood but we just met up here he showed me the whole path he had already has house set up has family here and he said it's not easy but it's a good lifestyle if you want to live it and so it was me and my friend at the time and he's real flaky he's no longer up here but he wanted to do it. And so you know, I met him and I used to go over to his house and warm up during the day and then go sleep in the trailer at night. And I did that for an entire winter before I kind of showed that I was invested as everyone else was. And we just started working together from there. So that, that first winter was, I mean, I froze my ass off for probably a solid six months. And you basically stayed warm through firewood? I stayed warm in that trailer. I stayed warm just through having blankets for the night. And then we cut wood for his house that had the, the bigger fireplace where you could actually get warm. And so I had, I would just stay with no heat for the nights and then warm up during the day. So now a couple oh, years shit. in, you got your own place. You got it all dialed to, to be comfortable. Yeah, I've got two wooden stoves, one in each half of the house. I have propane heaters. We have solar panels. I run generators. And, you know, I basically can have a, a house up here, you know, versus the 16-foot trailer we started with. And that was with, you know, my current girlfriend as well. She started in that trailer with me. You know, I met her, and I had pretty much nothing. I was like, hey, you want to go live in a trailer on a mountain? She's like, yeah, that I think works. we could make that work. And when you build the, <laughs> the, the structures, you, you can provide your own wood for the most part. Like you, you, like you can make your own two by fours and stuff, or do you have to buy all that? Uh, well, you know, for the first structure, I actually did a lot of reclaim wood that was on the property. There was a couple of structures that were half built. And so I just salvaged wood from around there. And uh, excuse me one second, I'll plug my phone in. And then for this next structure, the one that I recently built, we actually bought an Alaskan sawmill for about a hundred bucks. And I milled all the framing material that I used for the foundation. So I used- The chainsaw? 
Yeah, with the chainsaw. Oh, crap. I'm dropping everything. With a chainsaw and uh, basically a piece of aluminum with handles on it. And some of the runs that I did for this house were 16 foot long. Awesome. Oh, uh, rough cut. And then we'd mill it up. I took oil and various uh, products and then oiled down the wood so that I could cement it into the ground without rot. You know, oiled them, cured them, let them sit in the sun and framed the, the last edition in that way. And then afterwards, I bought, I bought all my shear and things like that. It's a little tedious to try to shear your house and uh, lats. Yeah. So, yeah, and this is just year two. Uh, I just put the car shop together. I just got a bunch of tools from my buddy. I helped him close his up. This last month is where I've been, is working in his shop. And so I've got a row of vehicles, car parts, tools, and I'm just starting to get our four-wheel drive situation together, put our dually back together. And uh, I'm just kind of taking it in stages. Year one was to get a house. Year two is going to be solidify vehicles, water. And then year three should be where we're really thriving enough to have multiple gardens and animals. Uh, I just started a mushroom patch outside my house, actually. Got a bunch of hay. We've inoculated lion's mane. How Red. many people are in the area? Like, not necessarily next door neighbors, but like in the areas. It's like hundred oh. people out on the mountain or something like oh, that. I'm trying a, to visualize it. That's a hard one, honestly, because you don't know who's out here until you know they're out here. Um, yeah, I would have to estimate there's probably a good twenty five hundred people out here in the general area where I'm at. Um, you know, uh, the, the closest city we have is about 15,000, and that's still pretty rural, lots of farmers. So when you're talking the about farther you go out in the woods, having the mechanic shop, that's because like most likely you could get jobs from from being that guy that can fix stuff. Is that um, the idea yeah. or is it just for your own stuff? It's, it's a lot for my own stuff. I would like to maybe do people's transmissions. I've done a couple transmission jobs for people that I've been paid for, and I'm fairly decent at it, and I can diagnose them really well. So down the road, I think it would be cool to get a license for it. Um, I'd also like to get a merchant's license at some point for the shop. Again, you know, allowing county permits and whatnot. I'd like to get it uh, that way so I can buy my parts a little cheaper and be able to maintain our vehicles. Uh, driving up and down the mountain just puts a lot of wear and tear on front end parts. I can imagine that. The few uh, little a, town spots I've, I've, I've lived in in my life, the guy that was always had a good gig was, what do you call it, small, small engine repair guy. It was always some yes. old guy have a property with like, every kind of small engine part whatever but he was the guy that could fix anything from small engine stuff which was always crit critical i started picking up uh knowledge about axles uh you know things like that uh, following the mechanic around we went to a few junkyards and he was telling me what what sells for money and it's amazing what you can just pull off of cars people don't want or, you know, even with small engines, generators out here, people give up on generators because their car is dirty and you clean it up and can resell it. You know, any, anything somebody wants to give away that you can put a little bit of time and effort into can get you a profit out here. There's a lot of bartering going on. 
Oh yeah. I bartered just about everything. I didn't I didn't pay for any of my solar. I paid for well, that's a lie. I paid for the initial setup. Um, but I didn't buy any of my current panels right now. And there were, you know, easily multi hundreds of dollars per panel. And so I traded that. I traded for all of the wood for this structure actually with one of the owners of a house I built. And then I ran a little short on my exterior siding, got another job. That dude gave me another six sheet. So I do a lot of work for materials. That makes sense. Well, like, bar, I mean, you could say what you want, but it's like local economy instead of like global economy, you know? Yeah, it keep, keeps the hands at Home Depot, man. You know, yeah. the money goes somewhere else. And it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, you can overcharge for a lot of these skills and things like that. But when it comes to a lot of the people I work for out here, they are my neighbors. You know, one of the houses I helped put up for a guy, the company just flat out left his materials on the ground and took off. They were supposed to build the whole thing. He's like, well, I got out here. Don't got nothing. Like, what are you going to do? Charge that guy a ton? Or you do a little bit of bartering, like you said, help the local economy, make a good neighbor, and then they'll come back to you down the road. You know, lady drove off the ditch the other day with her, her kids, and we had a whole 20 vehicles down there helping out, pulling her out. You know, it's 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 one of those things. It's a, it's a community thing. And what you give into the community comes back to you. Yeah, well, that's a lot of what's missing in in not just our country, but the world in general. Humanity's got away from that a lot in a lot of urban areas or just not even that way we live, way we, you know, work, live. It's hard to have community, local community. So I feel like a lot of emphasis this. of progress. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying our, our uh, society values progress how much you have of one thing or how fast you can make it to one thing. And I feel like when you get big cities, you get that one person who's going to steal six people's bikes. Cause that makes him the progress, the fastest. Whereas being out here, I'd much rather do something and help somebody in time of need. And then know that like four months down the road, if I slide off the mountain or something, I got somebody with a truck who's like, I got your back. You know, you're kind of like cashing in for some help later rather than focusing on how much you're going to get out of that situation right this second. It's going to make you one pillar higher than the next guy. Absolutely. That's community right there. Definitely. And you're able to live in the freedom where I, in most of the rat race situations on a day-to-day -day basis, you're always like dealing with the fear of like how much you need to, how much you're spending just being there and how much you need to make to keep that rolling. Where sometimes when you get into a much more simpler life, yeah, the pressure of money, yeah, you take that off of your shoulders and not saying it doesn't take money to survive at some point, but like when you live a simpler life without the rat race of even just what it costs to cross a bridge on a day-to-day -day basis or fuel or food or just adds up it's this weight of pressure where whenever you live like with that yeah that's that's true freedom and happiness 
in my in my opinion it gives you more options you know my my bills out here aren't very much we have our car insurance and the, the car payment that we use to get back and forth right now gas is killing us because we're 34 miles from town we drive daily so gas has been a cost but aside from that you know you pretty much got everything settled and if you manage your resources you're right you don't have to stress nearly as hard as somebody who's paying their electric bill every month and it's just going up I couldn't believe they were doing the rolling blackouts in California and stuff. They're just killing people's power. Like, hey, we got to say power, shut down the grid. Yeah. <laughs> my milk went bad last week from that shit. I was like, what the fuck? Why is my milk bad every fucking third day of the week? I'm like, what the fuck? And I figured it out. They're fucking rolling blackout bullshit. Well, yeah, I guess I experienced it one I think they spread it out where the best they can. I mean, whatever. But it didn't. I don't know. And I live like in a place, not just the rolling blackouts, that if there's any danger of fire, they can deem to turn the grid off because in the past, some of the most dangerous fires or the most damaging fires have happened when their equipment catches on fire. So they turn the grid off. And yeah, there's fires every year. Good thing people don't need energy to live. Well, no, the uh, power company's equipment out here is such shit that they can't trust it in the wind. Like the first lawsuit that changed the whole way the power and fire thing works happened in San Diego. In off in the Indian Reservation, where the power company denied that it had anything to do with them. And that, that was the accepted story for years. But there was uh, investigations, and it took maybe almost 10 years before this lawsuit came into court, where the houses that burned down and all the property damage, it became SDG&E, had to pay the bill for it because it was there old equipment that started the fire and yeah since then it went all the way to basically up north in paradise is bankrupting the other power company or it's not really the other power uh pg and e because yeah they're liable for Theirs is even worse because they actually had like a surcharge for decades. They were supposed to go into like equipment upgrade, but that ended up being like dividends for the shareholders. And so they had like equipment that was only like around here. They came and replaced the poles. When they replaced my pole, they, they told me it was, it was like actually milled in 1905. I forget the X year, but it was only rated like when it was put in for 50 years and it was already like 75 years or longer, right? And that's the way it is with a lot of the a grid. The, the, the stuff was never meant to last 60, 70 years. Even when they installed it, they knew it was only going to last 50 years. But, but yeah, it's a mess. 
Yeah, but when they burn down the county and then jack up our rates to pay for their fucking lawsuit to pay for all of the houses they burned down, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, like out here, it's Pendleton starts a lot of fires. They now have lost a couple of the lawsuits, but over the years, the first time I heard about it, there was like seven houses that burned down and they tried to like, they didn't take responsibility for it. And the people sued and sued and sued because uh, they changed the thing where it used to be, they have a lot of assets and it used to be when fire started, they had fight it as good as they could on their property, but their assets couldn't be used in public lands. And then the, a few years ago, they signed a deal where, oh, the military assets can serve the public because, yeah, they have a lot of assets. But it used to be that they couldn't leave the base. They would fight the fire right to the border and then stop. But they start a lot of the fires. Like, it'll be red flag warning where they tell even the landscapers, no small engines, all these rules. And they'll be out there like shooting the 50 cal all day, uh, doing their training, bombing. Oh, fire starts. Surprise, surprise. Super dry. Yeah. All, every year, like most of the fires start there. <laughs> we have that kind of it's like the forest issue. They, they, um, they won't let us take just down logs. You have to go get these permits to pull your cords from the woods. And there's just a process to it. They leave all this dead shrubbery in the woods. And when a fire catches, they can't figure out why it takes out 200 acres at a time. 200 is a small fire here. Yeah, I lived in Bonzo for 17 years. And the first time the fire came right up to the road and they dropped orange retardant all in my driveway and on half of my garage and it stopped and uh, it, it had burned all this beautiful land. They, they fought the fire when it came to people's houses. So not much houses got burned, but then over the years, I remember at first it was so, it was like living on Mars. It was just all burnt, no, no more birds, no more nothing, no more life. It, it was way less than five years and it came back and, and actually came back better. Like when, once it started growing after it, you wouldn't even know a fire was there. Well, if you look close, you could see it on some of the trees that didn't die, but everything else came back, but like in a healthier way. It wasn't all just brush and levels of it, decades of it, centuries of it. There's actually certain uh, species of plants out there that need the fire to allow the seeds to germinate. Exactly. Pine cone. Pine cones need to be heated up to uh, germinate. Yes. And even when I've seen them in action fighting it, yeah, they make stands on people's houses. But once it's going, it's almost like if in certain situations, it's a controlled burn because 
yeah, eventually the shit has to burn or otherwise next year it'll just be another fire spot. Like, if they can control it, oh, they like it to burn. Last summer, we had one up on the mountain here where lightning struck and you could see the flames from the edge of my property. We actually had to evacuate for a night. Crazy. Yeah, from now until uh, November, we're on fire watch here. Like we have bags packed and all the important shit, paperwork and all that, ready to grab and go. That's nuts. I well, the fires on it. I mean, it could. Yeah. It could happen I'm any fucking day, to... you know. Yeah. See, I live next to nothing, so if it catches on fire here, it's probably more than likely operator error. You know, something somebody did. Well, around here, and they're finally starting to enforce it. People have let their their groves, mainly avocado grove, citrus, die in the field, and can't afford or don't cut them down. And then, so they're even more of a fire da- danger. So now they're starting to. I don't know what agency does it, property or fire department comes around to people's groves and makes them cut them down and haul away all the uh, you can around here apply only a certain months for burn permits but then most of the year you can't get a like I think it's already done for burn permits but other than that you have to haul it all away but um, they're starting to enforce it where for a lot of years they didn't enforce it and the property owners are bitching about that Yeah, the fire department out here will actually put in the fire areas. They'll actually uh, send somebody around, kind of just drive around the area and do inspections, you know, visuals. And if your property is overgrown or weeds are too tall or whatever, they'll give you a. Or too close to your house. There's like a, they have a law. It has to be, I I forget how many feet away from from the structure. And, and if you don't abide to that, if you abide to that, there's a good chance they're going to be able to save your fucking house, even if there's fire everywhere around it. You know, they come in strong to protect property, house. But uh, yeah, that was a thing they, I lived on this hill and it was pretend how you measured it. It was basically ice plant, but it didn't matter. I had to clear a certain amount of feet away from the house. Apparently, I was done with what I had to say. I'm sorry. You were saying so, pal. So we'll get notices out here. You know, they'll leave them on your front door, your front gate, or your mailbox, or whatever, that um, if you don't clear X amount of space or, you know, X area that they're talking about by a certain amount of time they will come out and do it and you you will be charged for it Uh, if they give you a notice that uh, you need to clear you know whatever 
whatever area and you don't do it and a fire happens before they come out, they're going to the next house. If you've been warned, you've been warned. I get probably three, three notices a year in my mailbox talking about how I need to cut down this tree or I need to trim this back or whatever. And if I don't do it within a certain amount of time, I'll wake up in the morning and there's a fucking tree trimmer out there cutting my trees and I get a bill from the city. And it's not cheap. It's not like calling up your local tree service. It's you're like calling the government yeah. tree service and paying, you know, Biden prices. Yeah, the SD&E contracts all the tree things to this company called Davies. That, uh, that one job they have is to make sure that all the poles, the brush is cleared 20 feet around it. But another thing is if any of your trees are underneath their lines, whether you want them to take that tree down or not, oh, no, they'll, they'll, and if, with the one tree where my wife was like, no, no, it was a palm tree and it, it kind of was off to the side, but they deemed it had to go down. Uh, they offered to like remove the tree but we didn't agree to that and then one day they came and just straight just cut it out cut left the whole stump and <laughs> off yeah you, whether you wanted it cut down or not they, Davey tree company who has the contract to do all that in the 80s when I was in uh Riverside, we had a power line easement going between the two properties. So PG&E, I think that's who it is, they had the right to come into our property and do tree trimming because there was really no easement. It was just a power easement. You know what I mean? Just power lines running between the, the two different properties between the block. <clears throat> so one day I came home and uh, I went out to the backyard and I said, what the fuck just happened to my trees? They were literally block cut, man. I had a, a thing cut like this in my, in my trees, you know, it was just like the power lines were coming through and they cut it home, boom. It was straight out L right out of my tree. Absolutely fucked it up and started making it be off lopsided and it, it, it cracked the next year because of that. Work. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want, because they're the lords. We're just the peons. Major comes sliding in at the end. Whole fucking kick ass day. Major just comes sliding in at the end. I've seen you today with your shirt off. Cherry Bob probably took some screenshots, probably made some shirts, passed them out. <laughs> I've seen you, dog. I listened for a while. That first part was kind of rough, though. You gotta admit that. The sound check that you could that that didn't count. Yeah, that's basically what all I heard it was like rock and roll, the odd time, a little bit of vocals to it. But yeah, fuck yeah, Stony rocks out, man. You didn't get to the good part when it came in crystal clear to, for the last three hours? Oh, you suck. 
Autos are high maintenance, man. Autos are high maintenance. Major General, you auto suck, man. Yeah, on this occasion, I auto suck, boys. Yeah, you missed those good. I gave you a shout out. I was wondering where you were while singing Bring That Auto Tune. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna rewind the Eagles singing, man. He was. There was one song Eagle was singing. I remember. Throwing it down, man. Britney Spears. Hit me, singing. baby, one more time. It was an auto tune, though, right? Eagle oh, does a flawless intimidation of wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he has his own video he made with that punching bag in the background, him riding that punching bag back and forth, all tripped out on mushrooms. I can see it. Nice. <laughs> Everybody would look like major after that shit. <laughs> it just burned that vision. <laughs> well, when it comes to four twenty on your guys' end over there, Eagle, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out myself. I'm exhausted. <clears throat> It's been a, an eventful day, to say the least. Sitting out in the sun, man, I lost I lost a lot of weed out there. I had buds sitting on my fucking tray, and I went in the house, and I came back, and there was only one bud left, and it was SoCal's because it was so fucking hard and heavy. It stayed right there. The wind didn't even push it off. But the other shit, man, it's somewhere in my yard rolling around the dirt. <laughs> it was a windy day well if, if there was a bag season maybe it'll be a volunteer next season <laughs> yeah. that's how you that know, happened that one stayed on the tray to the tray Johnny you know why because it was not an auto oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, the god the gods didn't want that one, so they didn't take it. They left that on auto. It's unworthy of the gods. They couldn't lift it. Oh, the other ones weren't autos either. They were just a lighter variety of weed, just super super tasty, just the same. But they uh, super dense, eh? Well, they weren't super dense. They were dense, but they weren't super dense. Right? Super Have dense you weed? It still was still on the tray. There is definitely some of that weed that you pick that, like, I hate to bring it up, but that fucking cookies. Buds are so small, but they're so heavy, you know? Like, they're almost twice the weight. Like, you weigh it out, a QP is, you know, half a zippy. Where? Well, this meant a look. It's some heavy. Your traditional thing takes the whole thing up. Yeah, it's some heavy dense weed. It handled the weed out here today. Right. Do you agree that a lot of that weighs the trichomes? Or do you think somehow there's other elements that weigh more that's making this cookies varietal heavy? 
I don't know about that one, but on Mendelocos, when when I open up that one on SoCal's, it's just crystals all the way through. Just amazing. I'm always curious about what actually causes that. I remember my old man telling me, just get some aluminum sulfate, boy. Increase your weight. People wouldn't notice anything. Oh, that's the up. Stru structure, though, right? Because each bud, different structure and makes for that density or... Well, that's what we're getting to. Is like, what is that? Where does the weight come from? Is it actually the trichomes or is it... Genetics. You know, just the density of biomass, you know? What is it? Just more dense structure, looser well, structure? I, I've had buds oh, that, are, that are dense and small that when you put them in the grinder, don't really, you know. But then I have the other kind of variety, buds, dense, small. You put in the grinder and next thing you know, you have like a pile enough for two joints, you know? It's. I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but sometimes density doesn't always like expand Equal. up. You know what I mean? Sometimes some buds over all the different kinds. Like this one I grow that's Mendo uh, crossed into punch from Symbiotic. It's like what you're saying, that half ounce look, like an ounce of it looks like a half ounce. But when you take a little nug, oh, it, and put it in the grinder, it expands up. You know, I've had other weed that's that half ounce look that, yeah, it doesn't really expand out. I feel like the customers get jerked on that one, even if it is good. And that's presuming our, our water activity levels are all the same, right? And it could be structure of the plant itself. What do you think, Red Pill? You must have an opinion on this. Yeah, it's definitely not the trichomes because all that shit is maybe like 25% of the weight at best. Man, only on autos you could wear the trikes. Auto. <laughs> <laughs> only on autos can you wear, can you weigh the trikes? Oh man, that's a selling point for the autos. I like that green because yeah. I like that. I might just have to break that one down. Uh, road trip nineteen. All twelve of them. <laughs> if you want less than a hundred trikes, grow autos. No wait, major. If I miss something, what is your brand of autos? Like <laughs> European, baby. European. Uh, white label. White label. Yeah. So even if I wanted to get some, you couldn't tell me where to get them? No. Canada. I don't even technically own yeah. the mothers. So I can't <laughs> give anything away. <laughs> Everything's genetically marked. I'm fucked if I give that out. If you believe in genetic markers and what is that? <coughs> that PCR oh, testing bullshit. PCR, yeah, let, yeah. How reliable was that with the C? Oh, you know what the fuck else? 
<laughs> no, you gotta admit that PCR shit's really twisted up, man. What is it? Now is it po- polymer polymerase chain reaction? How they take the DNA off something and give it to this fucking bacteria they found in Yellowstone National Park in some fucking ultra hot spring kept this bacteria and then they'll add DNA to it. This DNA will fucking multiply any um, additions to the DNA and multiply it 30 times in, you know, a couple hours so you can analyze those, you know, so-called DNA strands. But the chromosomes were made by a bacteria that has nothing to do with the organism. So it's definitely a, a trippy side of science when you start looking into that shit. All the primers and it's just weird science, All I man. So I think about is the people that do those studies, and I see toe socks, I see bowls of kimchi, and books of Alistair Crowley. Sorry to catch you off, girl. It's real strange, man. It's not weird. <laughs> that's brain food. That's brain food, right, Bill? Yeah, toe socks. Yeah, toe socks, kimchi. Think better. Stomach everybody food. out there, everybody what, out what there if I don't want my pinky autos. toe to be cold? Like, what's wrong with toe socks? Like, you know, I, I warm, do man. like those shoes, man. <laughs> those toe shoes, I like that. Them, shit. Yeah, because like, they're scientifically uh, proven to help your posture, right? Straight next, you're your gonna tell me Crocs aren't fashionable. <laughs> no, they're fashionable, well, they're just only with jogging pants, only with jogging <laughs> pants and socks. <laughs> When you stub your toe with those things on, nothing happens. Mm. Mm-hmm. If we go camping, we always bring those croc things, man, because out in Georgia Bay, the rocks are so rough and uneven that you're bound and stub your toes, but we always wear that shit and that saves you, man. Yep. Bumper stumpers, man. Yeah. It's the only good thing about crocs, but they're hot as hell. You got to admit that, man. They need a little fabric or some bullshit in there. Fix that shit. So, especially for 50 bucks, damn. You know, it's how much that Go ahead, Rip. Doc. Dr. Scholl's inserts. Nice. You gelling? You can tell by my posture I'm gelling. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all those soldiers that didn't make it home. All those weed nerds that got locked up. That's a war too, but I guess shouldn't mention that, seeing that that's not serious enough. But shout out to all those motherfuckers that didn't make it. Uh, the families who have suffered with that. Cheers, weed nerds. Cheers, everybody in chat. Smoke up. Well, you dabbing tonight, Eagle? I'm dabbed in a while. Eagles dabbing, red pills, smoking flower. You know, usual. <laughs> opposite. We're we hit opposite oh, no. world here. <laughs> yeah, we're in an alternate universe. But... Makes up crazy world right there. <laughs> You know, it'd be crazy if there's a if there was actually a crazy virus that took over the world and the people that were in charge of it wanted money so they wouldn't give out the virus to everyone. So the virus just kept living and, and mutating and that eventually took over the whole fucking world and killed everyone. Now that would be quite the fucking opposite world. 
Oh, wait a minute. What That's the real if, world. What if, yeah. <laughs> it would be crazy if they had only, What if the only cure for that were autos? Major. Smoking autos? I believe that. I didn't get it. And I smoke autos. <laughs> what if they had the booth autos? That's where my mind was going. Good job, Green Fingers. Because I was thinking, like, but what's, what is it about the auto flowers? Is it when you buy the seeds? Is it when you grow it? I think it's real. You want to know what what it is? Do you make anal suppositories with your autos? (laughs) No, it's that your soul already died by growing the auto. Wait, wait, wait. The virus doesn't even consider you a a decent host and it just won't affect your body. Suppository redundant because what else do you do with suppository? No. (laughs) No. I I bet you the odd person eats it. The autos have so many cannabinoids that it just like it fills your whole body with cannabinoids and nothing can affect it, bro. It's just so potent. (laughs) (laughs) They're the strongest things on earth. We just fucking we're fucking up by not smoking them, dude. No, it's more like. Go ahead. I would like to point out to anybody out there looking for auto fem seeds, (laughs) the number one place to find those is on Instagram. At the Garden of the Major. <laughs> There's a new website, majorautos.com. And this is what he looks like right here without the blur. <laughs> you, you do might you might want to get that domain though, for real. Major autos. Auto. We'll see what the future lies. It's in the same direction. Look at stay in the private dark scenes as they say. Shadows, in the shadows, in the blurry shadows. At this point, you could buy some from a white label person and just sell them over all the hype you've created in two months. Like if yeah, you the hype don't just have from America already, <coughs> you could just buy a kilo and start selling them because everyone associates you with autos. Every time we see auto, what happens? I will be happy till the dictionary has my picture on there. Something to do with autos, and then my picture's right there. Till that point, you're going to be there soon. You're on your way. (laughs) The auto major gentleman. Every time an auto is grown, an angel loses their wings. That's how it goes. I was trying to thank you. I was trying to fucking remember it. I couldn't. I was like, angels gets its horns or something, or fucking. No, he loses them. They get ripped off. Gets horns and a tail stuck up his butt. Little red spunky tail. Sorry, it's too far. Hey, Green Fingers, did Mama come on my? Give you those seeds from Buddy. She's coming for tomorrow. I forgot it was. I thought it was Monday yesterday. Because it was like. A holiday. I thought it was Monday yesterday. I was like, she'll be there today for the night. I'm thinking off a day. You were two days in the future? I got two days ahead of time. Like, usually I lose days, but like, yeah, I got days ahead. I was like, fuck. I think it's this day. And it really wasn't. So I was like, bum, and now I'm smoking wet weed. Damn, dude, because it's more than seeds in that package. You're, you'd be all good for a few days. What if there was something? What if there was uh, some little pets in there or something? You know. I know. Well, she Those opened old. it. Already. She, I made her open it and send me pictures. 
So I look at the pictures every day, wishing that I had what I see. I'm like, man, I wish I had that in there because I'm fucking smoking yeah, that's wet what weed. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm smoking wet weed. This so why the fuck? Now, you said earlier, you don't have a license and you're not getting one. Like, how, the, what's, how do you function like that? I don't. I make seeds. <laughs> I give some free seeds away out of them. <laughs> Everybody, I'm in this major general thing. I'm in it with them, and nobody knows. But I just gave it away. We're all these are autos. <laughs> these are all autos. These are all autos. <sighs> it's a tough game, dude. There's so many other auto makers. Me and Major are in, in it. Gotta team up. Team up. America, Canada. We're, we're, we're looking for testers, man. We're looking we're, for we're testers. Looking for, and somebody hey, is it, is, you know what we got to do? We got to do that seed giveaway, man. Get those automatic testers. That's how you do it, right? That's how you cheat the system. Let's do it. Major, have you ever grown out an auto yet yourself? <laughs> yes. And trust me, I've grown oh, many <laughs> autos, and I've been sad. A piece of my soul died with it, so I'll never do it again. Just recuperating, like fucking three years later, buddy. I ain't gonna do that shit again. I made a major mistake, man. Made a field full of that shit. Major made a major work. Major mistake. A field full of it. Well, now that's that. You asked for trouble there. I I sort of, I sort of knew a couple of them for cover crop, right? Yeah, it's just cover crop, biomass builder, right? Build up those more autos organisms. Autos are for cover crop, bread, and, and getting you really stoned. So don't ever I don't know. That. I think there's a possibility for extracts. I do believe in that. I just wanted to find a decent one that you could do that with. And possibly just... You do believe in love after love. <laughs> I think we can make autos great. By destroying them all. What about? Do you think we can make them great again? Uh, no. Well, first no they have to be mm-hmm. <laughs> I think once they genetically map and know everything about this chromosome of the canvas plant, all twenty fucking pairs of them, we we'll, we'll figure out everything, and we can we'll fine tune everything to that. It'll be great, or it'll be so bad and so expensive and so diluted that we'll remember what it was. That will be the last legacy of talking about great cannabis. I, I just want to live like I'm Amish and ask my dog for grow advice. Well, you still got those options, Red. <clears throat> but once the pollen just takes over contaminates everything when Monsanto wants it to oh man you ain't gonna have no seeds no because I, oh, I give my plants a piss foliar feed daily so no pollen is uh, gonna be able to uh, uh, what's it called uh, uh, gestate there'll be no gestation uh, uh, I thought you were working on triploidism get some triploids going I believe if you do find that though you will be a millionaire stable triploid Figure out what I'm two crosses made that. Hoities, but I'm working on hoity toity. <laughs> hoity toity. You look up that soma soma clonal variation yet, Red? Can we talk about Dude, that yet, or, or what? I got I got bigger fish to fry. Oh, <laughs> damn! You know what? 
I, I will find some kind of uh, chemistry that you, that you will like. Up? I'm going to find some chemistry that's to do with methylation. All right. And then we'll talk about methylation. that. Okay. That's cool. That's what you got to do to LSA to turn it into LSD. Anyways, you shouldn't mention those. You should look up Orwellian doublethink. Biblical what? Orwellian doublethink. Doublethink. Orwellian doublethink. Like double bubble? Like double your pleasure, double, double your bubble. fun. This girl got a double bubble. I'll look it up. All right. But you look up that... <laughs> Let's hold hands. Soma clonal variation, okay? And next week we'll talk about methylation. What did you say? Suboxone? And we can talk about decarboxylation too if you want. We'll just talk about all that weird science shit. We'll bust it all out. Is that what? Is today Monday? Today is Monday. Fuck, tonight we might talk about it then. Gotta do some yeah. homework. Come in there. <laughs> Come in early. early you said methylation. Homework. Methylation. Methylation. When I believe, <laughs> I believe uh, uh, oxygen molecules replaced by a. Uh... Say it, Red. Come on, man. Oh wait. No, no. Hydrogen. Oh, hydrogen molecules replaced with a methyl hydrate atom. Some kind of atom switch does Either something, OH, makes shit OH function OH. better. Polymer nays chain reaction. Okay. Well, I'm going to put my joint in the oven for three minutes with the grass. I'll be right back. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while since I've done that red, man. I mean, <laughs> green fingers. But I have done it. <laughs> but, I, but I recall, like, you never got, <laughs> you could definitely tell that you need time to dry your cannabis because you don't get, I don't know. You get a high like from a cigarette almost, you know, that equivalent from it. Yeah. Do you believe well, in wait, that? Or is it, it instant? doesn't doesn't your humidity gauge say like sixteen percent? <laughs> it's not that like dry. You, if it's that dry, it's like two <laughs> or three days and the shit'll be flash dried. I pulled it down just earlier today, this afternoon when the music started. So it's oh, almost oh. dry. It's like that dry though already. It's like, it's yeah. You need to add humidifiers. It's almost ready. You must have some smalls you can pick, man. Pick all those smalls off. Let that shit dry first. Let those buds I finish. I all the smalls earlier when the music was playing. <laughs> that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> that, that's why I needed a nap. I was like, dude, I need a weed nap, guys. I gotta go. Then I woke up late as fuck. And I was like, fuck, that was a neat weed sleep. A whole fucking sleep on the map. Like, fuck. So, Eagle, back to that weed nerd. It's on tonight at 11.30? Or are we talking like 1.30-ish type of shit? In Mondays, it's usually 2. It's normal time. But, man, since it's a holiday, maybe we'll come in a little earlier. 
guys want. Usually two, though. Monday's usually two. Go off, crickets. I mean, it's technically Monday right <laughs> now, so we actually need to actually stop the stream for the tonight show. Ooh, 24-hour show. Oh, let's do it. It's a holiday. I'm down. Fuck. We got to fucking... Well, I'm going to have to take a weed nap if that's the case. That's what oh, I did. Now, now I got all the I've energy in smoking, the world. Dude. I've been smoking Blackout Bobby all day. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Blackout Bobby. Yeah, but what about the weed? What what weed are you smoking? <laughs> oh, cock uh, smoking joke. Smoking cock. That's not the proper word. Hey, Redfield. What? What's what's that system where they uh have some kind of gel and they put DNA in these little wells and electrify it and the DNA separates and it goes by like base pairs across the grid. What's that method called? Do you know? Um, Electro artificial insemination. <laughs> Either way, I think tonight we're going to go through over some, some of the weird genetic testing shit because I it's on the tip of my brain lately. I kind of want to go through some of that weird science and why it is questionable and what, what the limitations of it are. Some of that primordial ooze. Yeah, yeah kind of those moves tonight. Transmutation circle. So you have a PowerPoint yeah. all ready to go to get through the basic stuff? Yeah, Up in here, like the PowerPoint. Chemistry 101. Like, you're going to have to brief us on this so we know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm going, we're going to start off with, like, the Mandel and the pundit squares and we're going to start off with actually not just talking about pea plants we're going to talk about og kush and maybe a purple og and how we're going to get what population percentage would show up in the purple og it was going to be 50 first generation second generation we're going to go through that shit and then we're going to bust out all the genetic shit and the Basically, testing I'm of gonna, it i'm going to be very cut and dry and major <laughs> the fuck out of things no, 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 I'm gonna make it basic as possible, man. We're talking about like a pundit square with like four squares. We're not gonna go with like 32 or anything crazy. We're just gonna make it keep basic. Well, every everyone, uh, you better bring your Adderall. Yeah, it's not just weed for this one. It'll be just fine. And yes, I'll try to make some little visualizations of it. It sounds like it's multiple volumes. It's not gonna be in one volume. Oh, I, I suggest so, right? I was, what you want to talk about like six hours of just boring genetic shit that's a lot of it's theoretical and yeah you know a lot of it's we'll empirical evidence it. too though and can be proven again through science if you and through observation and these tools that will extend our senses and i'm not doing it unless expand mine. your mindset and be open to the conversation and the evidence and you know just have some uh, curiosity is all I ask for. This is obviously a debate, and we're forming teams. And Smiley's on the mic. I know he ain't going like that. That's why I had to bring up the PCR, man. Even cutting it off, I was like, man, that is the most fucked up testing method we have, though. <laughs> Fucking twist it up. Taking a bacteria from a hot spring. 
slice the DNA into that bitch, make it grow it for you. Damn, that's some twisted science shit, man. Well, I you know I like to follow weird science too, and one of the ones I saw recently is they took some sort of matter, brain matter or something, and put it in a petri dish and shocked it. And it actually started growing and learning, and it developed its own little eyes to look around its petri dish. What? I um, yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to look the article up again. But so there's, just, there's a whole. Uh, are you sure someone didn't on. grow some googly eyes in a petri dish? I mean, it's it's a good possibility. I mean, people live there 15 minutes, but I don't know. There's been some progress on it too, where I've seen different articles where it's done other things. Um, as well, so it led me to believe that it might might have some validity to it. Um, but I'll have to look it up. I can find it. Well, they were growing ears on mice, so there's some definitely some twisted shit happening out there. If you ask Alex Jones, uh, humans are born from uh, calf. Uh, don't ask Alex Jones anything. Just don't. Born from calf what? Calf embryos. Uh, yeah, they they insert human, I guess, embryos and calf eggs or whatever. You You're know what? Every human's been with injected with, though. You know what? Well, you guys say ninety nine percent of humans have been injected with as you are born. Um, you know, you know what it is? Hot, hot a hot beef thermometer? No, it's vitamin K. I don't know what that shit is, but I'm very curious about it. Why do they skip so many letters when they're doing the vitamins? A, B, C, D, E, and then K. That's what I wanted to know. I was like, well, why is it a multivitamin? What's the fuck is that shit right there? This is vitamin K. She didn't say vitamin K. She gave the fucking scientific name, of course. And, uh, yeah. Then she tells me, like, 99 point whatever percent of people get injected with this shit. <laughs> Oh, Major, you're going to fucking crack up. Let me see if I can find it. Jesus. <laughs> Guarantee it's a garden gnome. <laughs> Around the models. No, it's not. Not. It, it's, I promise you it's not a fucking garden gnome. But I think you will laugh your ass off. Let me see if uh, I can pull it up via email real quick. So I emailed it to myself. If not, I'll bring it up through the... I even posted it. I was so proud of my work, I posted it. I even posted it to the show Instagram. So, hold on. Let's see if I can't bring it up now. Fucking snail mail. How can fucking email be so fucking snail mail? Somebody tell me that. Because the infrastructure is overloaded, man. There's so many people using it now. They never improved the infrastructure that we're allowed to use. Military. Man, that's superior shit there. Guarantee. Hey, Red, tell us about this Black Bobby you're smoking anyways, man. Black L. Bobby. Something's fire. It's a grease monkey to runs. Oh, you on the runs, gang, huh? Coming up, Major. You ready? Yep. No matter how bad it is, it's still better than an auto. Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 
curiosity auto. builds. Every time someone hears an auto, I'm like, huh. I'm going to have to try that. Can't be that bad. Can't be true. It has to be good. Has to be. Autobots. Autobots, yep. <laughs> I like that one. Autobots commence. I thought about putting autos out just for the idea that I could run a little shorter and like water usage and things up here. I don't get as many months to to pull it off either. It gets pretty cold. Where you so at? I thought about running autos a little bit. Where are you loco Where are you located, Igor? Oh, I live in Oregon. Got that rainy season coming then. Yeah, it's actually oh. we actually we actually got rain this year, so I'm hoping we don't burn as bad. <laughs> so you always get that rain in September and October, I presume, that prime time where you want no rain. Yeah, <sighs> you can you can get a lot in September. I mean we're still getting a lot of rain even right now. It's still trying to freeze and go down to twenty five at night. So we don't get as many months to, to get warm temperatures up here. So you must be in the mountains then too, right? What's your elevation, yeah. if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think we're like 56. Like about 600. I'm about 600, man. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> 600 meters, that is. Not feet or whatever Americans go by. Maybe Americans go by. Yeah. <coughs> it's not chains, is it? <coughs> what was that? <laughs> so that's an old school measurement. Chains, right? You chains. just measure property by chains. Right. They used to measure horses by hands. Really? Yeah, they used to do how many hands tall the horse was. That's how they did a uh-huh. selling measurement back in the day. I think that's, so that's how like, we should sell autos. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be impressive. Maybe we'll f- switch it to fingers, though. Be like, hi, you want to grow a, a 300-figure auto? <laughs> 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 or a three-handed auto. Three, three-handed auto. That thing's over two tall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 90 days guaranteed to be two hands tall. <laughs> of course, we'll have to abbreviate so no one knows what a hand is. It'd be just 2H tall. Be like, Whoa, two that H. sounds heavy. Sounds heavy. 2H, yeah. 2H, yeah. and then you go just switch it up to F once in a while just to confuse the public. The 300 yeah. F auto. Keep them 25% chain C, though. Mm-hmm. Treat like the auto industry, you know, just name it random shit like BMW does. The IE4. <laughs> Yeah, throw an M6 in there the odd time, the high throw class M6. expensive shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that M6, M5, AMG model. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how we can get the car industry to get, involve us a bit more. Start right. naming things after the cars. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah, come on. You tell me how you wouldn't pick up a marijuana grower if they put, you know, they named their weed after him. <laughs> the daily driver. What's your daily driver, brother? If you don't mind me asking, not not your car, but actual smoke wise, your daily smoke you like. Oh, um, I don't actually grow just yet. I haven't had any luck growing up here. Uh, focusing on food first, so I, yeah. I just buy dabs. Oh, you're you know. a dabber, right? Well, what's your favorite dab? 
Oh man, I'd have to go with Sour Diesel. Still, I'm a big Sour to Diesel this fan. Day. Right on, yep. dude. Can, can you describe it as a dab form for me? Um, it's 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 the sourness to it. You know, when you get if you get it in a really fresh one, it kind of has that little bit of a bite to it. Kind of like uh, drinking a rock star or something. You know, a little bit of that punch. The uh, tanginess. Yeah. Not quite citrus, but still kind of, you know, that, that sourness to it. it. It must be almost too much as a dab for him. Last time I had a good it, diesel, though, man. It can be. Um, I also like it for the nerves. It really helps with my neuropathy that I have. It just seems to calm everything really well. It's a good medicinal strain for me. Right on, right on. You'll have to check out the... the, the <laughs> I was going to say Sour D Auto, man. It's sour D Auto. Auto fan. Sure, it's yeah. out there. Someone's always making shit. It's or you could just get a box and light that bad bitch. <sighs> right. <laughs> Look at collect fridge boxes, man. <laughs> Flip them when they're 16 inches. That's what I was thinking. I mean, up here, you know, short season, take a little less water. I could run 10 of them. Who's well, you just know? have to do it at the beginning of July for a bit, right? Or you mid-July, right. you know, get that extra two weeks. Yeah. By August, they'll flip automatically. So you just do it for two weeks, maybe even three. I guarantee you, you know, by end of September, most of your shit would be done. If you can even afford that, I'm not too sure. Now he's going to start asking personal financial questions. Look out. <laughs> Come on, Brad. What's, What's your, your favorite? <laughs> What's your favorite dab, Brad? Come on now. Okay. Black got, Bobby? Got, me. got major out here. He's going to be like, so how's your credit doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's work on this now, boys. We can break down the percentages. Right now, we, we spend on food. But, well, that's your problem right there, right? You spend too much on food, man. Guaranteed. Everyone spends too much money on food. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to you grow more weed. <laughs> That's right. Throw away your phone. Buy some auto seeds. <laughs> yeah, the girl is good for it. What you got, buddy? That looks nice. It's an auto. Oh yeah, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Come on, give us the turp profile. It's it's, impressions. Uh, it's like called Dancing Bear from James Loud. It's I don't know. It smells dank as fuck. It's good. It's been out there for two months, water only. Maybe three months. Now, of course, James Loud has an exceptional nose and access to exceptional cannabis. And uh, he might just have something there. I wouldn't doubt it. That's an auto? But yeah, that's what Buddy grew, said. Yeah. They, they grew real easy. And probably maybe a couple ounces per plant. You know, they did get you have, real big. You had those on your story, right? Once you were showing them in those little. Yeah. yeah. I've been. Uh, They've been in the way because, like, next to it's my. I have two beds, and the autos are in the way of the photos that are should be already planted. But they're almost done. 
like that's why I'm starting to take a few of them, a few branches down. Now, what what's your observation of done now? When you say it's done, like all the hairs are changed color. You actually got yeah. a microscope. You looked at the trichomes. No, they're done. You go by hairs. Yeah. I go from, yeah, I don't know. Can you see it? It's done. No, I just see the leafy structure. Uh, Pretty good. Does it say it, it might look like 90, but she smokes like 20. I don't know about 20. I'd say they smoke like at 75. There's Shots like fire. I I have like six plants and some, three of them are, are are like this greener one. I didn't really keep track of the different varieties, but they're different varieties. And three of them are this purpler one, right? But I can smell this one smell on all, both of them. Oh, there's a third one too called watermelon OG. Uh, yeah, there's like an underlying terp smell on all three that I assume is like the auto part of the, the deal. Kind of bland. You know, like or everyone says uh, CBD has a cherry taste. Auto yep. has that disappointment taste. <laughs> yeah, describe the taste of an auto. Disappointment. Shame, disappointment, and <laughs> and resentment. Guilt. <laughs> you can really taste the hate in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, apparently, you know, plants have feelings. You start bad-mouthing them, they'll, they'll be affected by it. Definitely. Like, I'm going to go sour on you. I actually worked for a hemp facility for a short time, and this guy brought in this one called Cherry Blossom. It was a CBD plant, and that shit really smelled and tasted like cherry. <laughs> so it's really funny he said that. Yeah. I think major seed cup. It's called Lowered Expectation Seeds. <laughs> A chance of something being good? Seeds.com. We'll just call it Last Resort Genetics. <laughs> yeah. I was going to call mine poverty. poverty. Poverty Genetics. Just because I was living in poverty. Still am. So. You should call it Outdoor Tent Genetics. I like that name. Pup Tent Genetics? Outdoor Tent. Outdoor right. Tent Genetics. <laughs> outdoor Homeless Tent Genetics. That's fucking more better than nothing. More better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> more better than nothing. <laughs> Be sure to check out Major's newest line called Homeless Camp Auto. <laughs> yeah, starring Black Bobby from the Brando. Yeah. 
<laughs> Black out, Bobby. Black out, Bobby. Sorry. <laughs> You're racist, dude. <laughs> Black Bobby. Black out, Bobby. What the fuck is that again? You said it 10 times. What is it? Crossing Yeah, what is that shit? It's Greased Monkey and Runts. Oh, fuck you. You said Runts already. I forgot. That's why I forgot. Yeah, it's just like autos, right? Yeah, everything Runts is just like autos. It wrecks it. (sighs) No, I like Runts too, man. That's a nice plan, dude. Autos and Runts is awesome. I guess the next hot shit's Gary Payton. Everyone's talking about Gary Payton. Oh, I was going to make a Gary Payton joke earlier when you guys talked about Muggsy Bogues and Spud Webb. Uh, Two way better basketball player weed names names than fucking Gary Payton. Sorry if there's any Gary Payton fans out there. Might as well start drawing autos. Well, there's a new strain (laughs) out, John Stockton. I saw it on some... But he's Instagram. I want the pistol Pete Maravich. Yeah. Nice. That'd be a good one. Carl Malone or Post Malone? Is there, is, I think it's Carl Malone. I think yeah, uh, Dutch, Dutch Balloons has Dutch uh, Carl Malone, I want to say. Some kind of yeah, cross. No, I think it's Carl Malone. Does he change it? it from Post Malone? I think that's part of the okay. lineage of it. Well, Close Malone is a musician. Yeah. Oh, Posty. Well, guys, unfortunately, we have reached that time. Oh. I'm with Red Pill. It's weed nap time. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for a good weed nap. I got a ton of shit to do tomorrow. So. Well, Eagle, you, you really... Pulled your hours today, man. That was a long day of excellent streaming. It's all fun. It's easy. It was. It's easy when you had fun, right? We had fun. It was a great holiday. Ready then. All right, guys. Peace out. See you guys tomorrow. Tonight, Wait. see you tonight. tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, same thing. Adios. Later. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna head out too. It's good seeing you guys again. Y'all take care. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for popping in, man. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, Eagle, we'll see you around. That was a wonderful day. Memorable Memorial Day. Rock on. Right on. Major O bailed on us. That's very disrespectful, Major. Fucking army bailed like that? Jeez. All right, guys. Badass day. Shout out to Sony and Catachronic. That was a killer show they put on for us. Eagle, that was badass to uh, be able to pull that off as quickly as it happened. And uh, everybody out there in chat, go fuck yourself. Eagle, that's off. Clean fingers. Have a nice day. Later, man. You didn't tell me to fuck off. All right, everybody. Go plant some seeds. Eagle, thank you. Long day.
Have a great sleep, rest, rest. I will. Thank you for popping in, brother. Thank you very much, man. Thank Love you, man. brother. Love you, Unfortunately, it is another night of skipping the shout-outs. But I am completely woke. Thank you guys very much for uh, helping putting this together behind the scenes. We nerd uh, DWC, Can of Chronic, SoCal. All you guys that have put this together, Johnny Kane and Seed, help talk about this in the background. Thank you for kicking it into a brown. Thank you for everybody for popping in. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. I am very grateful for all you guys more than you shall know. Ah, as far as the We Nerd World goes, I have put a lot of things, thought into things, took last night off, considered things. We definitely need to work on some shit in the We Nerd World, respecting each other when we talk. Having respect for each other all the way around. No, just fuck yous. No comments about each other. No bye-byes. Without saying goodbyes. That being said, you guys have an amazing day. I will see you later on this evening. Maybe day. That being said, have a safe Memorial Day. Thank you, vets. Thank you, Weed Nerds. Thank you, Catacronic. Thank you, everybody. Have a very safe Memorial Day. Have a fucking wonderful day. Take care of each other. Long lines of that day. Do not forget to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. 